0: I think that coaching is needed in the school system because teachers are able to come in a safe space and they're able to grow and they're able to talk about some of the issues that they're having with no judgment. So coaching, you know, we can't judge you. The only thing is we're gonna walk with you, guide you and help support you as you make your decisions on the next step in your journey.
1: Everyone and welcome to Cast Teacherly. My name is Ashna, your host for today, and I am so excited to introduce you all to Octavia Torian, our guest speaker for our third teacher well-being episode. Thank you for joining us today, Octavia. Thank you for having me. Thank it's you. It's such a pleasure to have you. So, would you mind telling our listeners a little bit about yourself? And I heard you have a talk show, so I'd <laughs> love for you to introduce that to everyone.
0: So, I am a teacher from the U.S. I am from Virginia. And I have been living in the UAE for three years. My main focus is elementary. So I'm an elementary teacher and I do a lot of leadership things out here in the UAE, conferences and professional developments. And I just love education. I've been teaching for 15 years. Wow, beautiful. Thank you. So (laughs) with that being said, that's how kind of the, the talk show started. So I have a talk show called The Teacher Table. And the reason why I I created the talk show was uh, to have an outlet for educators to talk about issues they are having in the school. And it really doesn't have to be educators. It can be anyone who is connected to education. So they can come on and they want to give like a little educational background of their career, their job, their business, whatever. But it's an educational platform to educate others. Oh, that's great. And and where do you usually host um, the talk show? Good question. So <laughs> if someone wants to do the talk show in the UAE, I would like to do that in person just to make sure I, you know, change it up. But if it's in the U.S. or any other country, we do live Zoom calls.
1: Okay, great. And so I know the talk show is something you do on one side, but on the other side, I know you do lots of other things. But this episode, of course, we want to hear about coaching and and how (laughs) you are a coach. So maybe you can just start off by telling us like what is, Coaching and why is it important to talk about it? Like, I feel like recently there has been a lot going on about coaching because the shift is kind of changing, rather from therapy Mm -hmm. to coaching. So yeah,
0: so tell us, (laughs) we're all curious. (laughs) So I, so I will backtrack. I was an instructional coach, and so this totally different than any instructional coaching. So coaching basically is it's a way for us to coaches to support and motivate an individual to achieve their goals or dreams. But we actually make a plan with the mentee and we actually, we work on that plan. So each week or each month you have a plan and we work towards achieving those goals. So I started the coaching, which I can coach any profession, but I chose to focus on educators.
1: Okay, of course, with 15 years of teaching.
0: (laughs) Yes, I didn't want to leave the education field. Okay, of course.
1: Okay. And, and so how did you get into coaching? Like what was your
0: journey? Okay. Good question for that. So once again, being an educator, a lot of my friends and colleagues would come to me for advice. And then I got to the point where I I, I think I should get paid for my advice. (laughs) (laughs) And so I literally was laying at home one day and I was like, you know, it hit me oh, I should be a coach. And so I'll research how to become a life coach or a professional coach. And I looked into it and I decided to take the initial steps to get certified. And here I am. So to answer the question, motivation through other friends and just a lot of people coming to me and yeah. asking for advice. And so I decided to turn it into a business.
1: That's amazing. I mean, I know I have a yeah, lot of friends who ask me for advice. And now you've kind of inspired me. Maybe I should take on coaching.
0: Yeah, why not? It's your personal <laughs> business.
1: Yeah. Oh, That's a really lovely story. Yeah, <laughs> so tell us a little bit about why it's important to talk about coaching right now. Like, How has it become so relevant and how and why has it kind of become so much more important than therapy?
0: I think a lot of people right now are confused. Some people are stuck. Some people now realize that they have a purpose during this time. They were able to think about a lot of things. And so I feel coaching, it's the perfect time for coaching to help guide them and support them. Some people may have fear. Some people may just, you know, they have all these ideas that they want to put out at one time. And so having a coach would actually just, hey, let's take it one step at a time to reach these goals. And so I think that people, there's a shift going on and coaching would definitely be supportive to help people, teachers, individuals to actually find that, you know, just find that narrow path that they want to go on and work towards achieving that initial goal?
1: Yeah, of course, absolutely. You know, so I, I of course, work for Teacherly. And I think we're in a rather a lucky position because our founder, Atif, he actually started a partnership with a company called Sanctus, which are coaches. I'm not sure if you've heard of them. And it's quite nice because he's now introduced coaches to the workplace environment. So if we had any personal issues or work issues, we're now very lucky to have this support system. And I think that that's not a very common step, you know. So do you think there's quite a lot of stigma around getting like mental... Well being, help like coaches, especially in the education world,
0: yes. So, I realized that. So, I did an article with uh, Teach Middle East and I presented this article virtually in Spain. Right, teachers and students need support. A lot of times during my research, I realized that admin principals they had the support, but teachers didn't have support, and students didn't have support. So, I definitely believe that you know coaching can come into the schools to actually support. The teachers and students. So, you know, I've talked to several students in my career who they don't know what to do when they get out of high school. They don't know. They're lost. They don't know what college or university to attend, what field to go into. So it's a, you know, they're stuck at that that transitional stage. Yeah. I met teachers who they want to start a business or they want to write that children's book or yeah. any kind of book, and they're stuck. They just, you know, they're like, well, Miss, you know, they call me T. T, <laughs> well, how are you doing every, you know, how are you doing all this? Yeah. And so the coaching comes in. It's like, hey, I'm supporting you. I'm going to guide you. And so I think that coaching is needed in the school system because teachers are able to come in a safe space and they're able to grow and they're able to talk about some of the issues that they're having with no judgment. So coaching, I, you know, we can't judge you. The only thing is we're going to walk with you, guide you and help support you as you make your decisions on the next step in your journey.
1: Absolutely. And yeah. Yeah. And and there is obviously value in, in having that coach, whether it's to start a side business or just talk about, you know, teaching concerns or family concerns. So absolutely. And I think this just comes out of place of curiosity, but how would, schools see coaching being implemented like for example would it be that they hire a full-time coach or did they like how would it kind of work because because obviously this isn't something that's common so how would you see it working yeah. best
0: so for me I've reached out to some of my so two things one is I am very grateful for my principal at my current school he allowed me to pilot a program so I know it works great um, he allowed <laughs> me to pilot talk to the teacher's And the teachers know, I have to let them know that this is not counseling, this is not therapy, it's coaching. Yeah. And so what happens is, you know, I don't, I let them know, we can talk about academics, we can talk about instruction, but that's not my goal. The goal is to how, based on what's going on with your academic, the, the instruction of your classroom or any issues you may be having, how can I support you as the individual, like your mental health, your well-being. I had a first year teacher. He was very stressed out and being open to me and talking to me about, you know, maybe there are some things with, you know, administration or staff that he was able to come to me in confidence and really helped him be free. Cause he was like, I'm not alone. I was like, no, you can talk to me. I've been there. I've done that. I understand how you feel, And it gave him a sense of I can keep going, you know, instead of like, oh, I want to quit. Teaching is not for me, and so coaching is definitely needed in that sense. So that would be more of a in-school coach. Okay. But on the other side is you know maybe a, a school district or work in partnership with a company and they can have accessible coaches. So if a teacher needs a coach, you know, they have a brochure and they can reach out to a particular coaching company and then they could, you know, refer a coach to their teachers.
1: Okay. So there's lots of options, really. Yeah, there's lots of
0: options. Yeah. 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 yeah.
1: Great. And, And I know you were talking about your pilot and how the first grade teacher benefited so thoroughly. Do you think there's a greater sense of comfort in knowing the fact that you were an educator and that you were, like you have gone through these things or... Do you think that they would benefit either ways from any coach as long as they have the right tools to help you?
0: Oh, well, you know, I want to be biased and say, yes, it's just me because I was an educator, but I won't. (laughs) I would definitely say that if there is a coach and they can, because we have to ask, you know, thinking questions. And so there is still a certain format I have to follow based on the coaching model. And so I still use that same format. So actually any coach could actually do this. I think for me, I will say that based on this one particular teacher that I'm talking about, you know, one day we had a session and, you know, he asked me, he was like, can I, can I hug you? And I was like, okay, you can hug me. And he, he was just, he just felt a sense of relief that I was able to support him. And so, you know, that is the connection as an educator, you know, I was able to support him. Someone who is not in the education field may not understand that, that pressure and, you know, with the students True. and lesson plans. But I will say that I know me personally, I was able to support him and understand, like I've been there 15 years in education. I've yeah, been there, absolutely. I've done that. I understand how you feel. And so we will work on strategies and we worked on ways that he can move past this feeling and how to be successful in the classroom. And he was able to reach those milestones.
1: Yeah, absolutely. There's There's definitely a bigger sense of, you know, relating to your mentee because you've gone through it and, and they know you've gone through it, you know, they can see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you think, like, coaching has different impacts on the way it's done? Like, for example, you said, you know, this teacher was able to ask you for a hug, but obviously with with times now where, for example, with my company, Teachly, a lot of our coaching sessions are done via Zoom. Do you think mm-hmm. that would have different impacts? Or, or do you think, like, at the end of the day, it's how... It's kind of how you get into it.
0: Well, it also depends on the coach. So for me, I'm still learning that I can I can make the business mine. And so usually after if I'm doing a virtual session or a session over the phone, what I will do is at the end because I have everyone's email address. I will all based on the our session and how we have come to this agreement of who they are and how they are feeling. I always send my clients a positive message back. So, for example, you know, somebody, uh, one client told me that she felt like fireworks, like after she, you know, we went through the co- coaching sessions, <laughs> it's like, I yeah. feel like, you know, fireworks, I feel like a, 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 some sparkle. And I said, so I emailed her back and I said, don't forget that you are a sparkle and, you know, people Aww. see your light. You know, and that's something they can keep looking at no matter what. So either way, if I can't hug them or anything like that, I always send a closure email to them just to let them know that I recognize them and that they are who they truly think they are. So um, my initial goal is to actually get the coaching programs into schools. And so I thank you for allowing me to be on because this is kind of where I want to do. And I actually have like a program of how things would go. And I don't want to take away like coaching should not be confused with counseling. And so, you know, in schools, they have like in schools, they have guidance counselors and school counselors. That's not what I do. (laughs) <laughs> so if there is an issue or there is a problem with the student and I would have to, you know, report them to the principal or report them to the school counselor, that is, you know, the proper thing to do. And they would handle yeah. that part. But for me as a coach, if it was a student or even a teacher, I would have to report them if it's anything that's going to jeopardize the job. But for me, it's more of, I want to make sure that you are okay, going, let's, you know, they want to write this book, but why haven't you written your book yet? Well, I don't know a publisher. Okay. Then one of your goals is you need to find a publisher. You know, a lot of times we have it where we don't have the money. Well, how are you going to get the money to do what you need to do? We have to make a plan. And so coaching is more of, it's a positive program where we just support teachers and students to actually achieve their goals and dreams. And I really do believe it's needed. A lot of things that I have done, I've done by myself. And I wish I had someone in the education field or any field to really support me in reaching the goals that I've accomplished so far.
1: How would you kind of draw the distinction between a mentor and a coach? Or do you kind of see them as similar roles? Um,
0: They can be. But once again, as a coach, we follow a certain coaching model. And so we have to follow that, that model. A mentor, she likes mentoring. She very well can become a coach and she can very well do the same thing. I think it's kind of the same thing. But sometimes a mentor is a person who's going to support you academically. They, they do talk about, you know, um, how can you, you know, if a te- first year, let me backtrack. Okay. <laughs> usually you have a, usually you have a mentor your first year. Right. So these, so, so first year teachers or your first year, usually you will have like a mentor depends on your school versus yeah. when you, you know, you're 14 years in, who do you, you're now being the mentor. So mm-hmm. who as a mentor, who do you have to help you along the way? My mentor teacher, she was married with children. she I mean, she, she was teaching for years amazing teacher but she was a teacher she had her own classroom you know she was married with children and so who was supporting her you know who's to say that she wasn't having you know I don't want to meet with my mentee or my mentee is not doing a good job and I want to give up and being her mentor well who was that person that was supporting her and it doesn't have to be the principal so that's when a coach would come in so that she can just vent and let it out and get that outlet to let it out so that yeah. she can go back and help Okay, Okay.
1: Okay, great. So it's more of like a hierarchy of helping one another and a true support system for anyone. Yes,
0: yes, yes. Great. You said it perfect, yes.
1: <laughs> great, see, <laughs> I understand <laughs> it now. <laughs> you said <been> good, yes. <laughs> great, that was so great, Octavia. Um Unfortunately, we are almost running out of time. So just before we finished, I was wondering if you'd wanna share... With all of our listeners um, who might be struggling right now with anything, maybe struggling with working from home, what's one
0: tip or one advice to them to make their day? Yes. So I'm actually presenting a workshop this weekend on self-love. And so I think the perfect way to end it is to make sure you stop what you're doing and you (laughs) love yourself. No matter what you're going through, find an object, a space, a person, anything that's going to give that love back to you. Whether it's sleeping, taking a break, whatever your heart desire, find that love and you give yourself the love that you deserve. So self-love is the most important thing that people can focus on right now during this time.
1: Oh, great. I love that. Gonna give myself a big hug now. Yes, hug yourself.
0: (laughs) Me too. Virtual hugs. (laughs) Virtual
1: hugs. Thank you so much, Activia. Thank you for joining us on Cast Tea And thank you to all of our listeners for tuning in. We hope you enjoyed our episode.